Welcome to Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Each week, I bring the world of hunting, fishing, and conservation to you. From the great hunting and fishing opportunities found in the Americas to the dream safaris located on the dark continent beyond. I'll introduce you to those who are already out in the field living every outdoor enthusiast's dream, as well as outfitters and gear manufacturers that can make those dreams your reality. Welcome to another episode of Outdoor Adventures with Jason. Today, I just wanted to come to talk with you about my recent trip up to the 2017 Dallas Safari Club Hunting Show. It was really quite an event. Apologies, I wasn't able to get on here a little bit earlier to talk about it. I've been down with bad case of allergies as cedar comes on here in the Texas Hill Country. The show was amazing this year. This was their time attending the, the show. Uh, the show runs from, this year ran from January 5th to the 8th, but I went up there on Thursday and Friday to avoid the weekend crowds. As many of you know, I'm handicapped and I'm on a cart, so it, uh, a little like mini cart, so it makes it easier to maneuver around when the crowds are smaller. From the moment I went into the convention hall, you're really overwhelmed. Best way I can ever explain it to anybody is like if you have a young child and you let them loose at Toys R Us, just a look on their face and the wonderment, the joy. Well, that's what it's like to a hunter when you walk into this place. It's just a great show to see. Uh, so I said several things that I really went there to see and, and people I wanted to catch up with and meet. And I was able to pretty much see and do all that I had set out to do and then some. You know, I got in there and went right to the clothing booth that they have set up because I wanted to get my limited edition hat. It's kind of a big deal I like to do every year. Picked that up and then on into the show I went. Uh, you know, as I made my way through the show, first booth that I really was looking forward to stopping at was the Hornady booth. Um, this is the ammo that I really love to shoot, and I've always had good luck with it from deer to hogs to everything I took in Africa. So I was able to discuss their dangerous game ammos that they make for the new Ruger 375 that I picked up, uh, see some examples. And then also one of the things I thought was really cool, and I encourage you to go out to their website and look, was the um, personal safe options that they're offering now. Some wall-mountable safes, as well as a variety of safes for drawers in your house that can be mounted in your car. Just a number of different ones that are really, really interesting. So go to their website. They've got it all run down there. Uh, and then you go out and as you walk through, there's outfitters galore, taxidermy booths, um, jewelry, clothing, shoes. It, it's just all there. I came across a number of really, really cool hunting options. Um, I personally have my eyes set on mule deer, antelope, and black bear. Uh, those are my three next main item animals that I want to try and take. And I also am looking and trying turkey hunting uh, with a long-term goal of maybe doing all five species of the turkey in one year. Figure if I'm going to dream, I might as well dream big. Uh, I stopped at a number of booths over the days, you know, just visiting with outfitters, talking with what's available. Uh, there were some outfitters that I wanted to talk with that I just, they were busy and I just didn't want to bother them, but was able to get in there and Finally, talk and have a good talk with Wes Monday, Double Diamond Outfitters. He's been on the podcast before. Great guy. Uh, finally got to talk to a guy I've been wanting to talk to for years, which is John Sharp. He runs John Sharp Safaris out of Zimbabwe. Interesting uh, operations. Great, really great guy. Really nice. And uh, was finally nice to finally meet him and talk with him. I spoke with a gentleman named Cody at Bear Paw Outfitting out of Alberta. They've really caught my eye. That's coming on as probably my number two spot for wanting to go bear hunting. Talked with David Matthews of David Matthews Outfitters. 
out of Arizona. He's very high on my list of going to uh, New Mexico for a uh, mule deer. So that's a, that's a coming up deal there as well as uh, maybe an elk. Stopped and talked with the people from the King Ranch. It's always good to stop and talk with them. The one I didn't get to visit with was Ken Gangler. He was busy a couple times I went by uh, with Gangler's Lodge and hunting items. They're all out of Manitoba. Check his lodge out. That's a place that's my number one spot I want to head for bear. That bar none, they have one of the best looking bear operations I've ever seen. Uh, also met a guy from Irwin's Outdoors. His name is Irwin's Ronquila. Sorry, I probably butchered that. And he is out of Sonora. Really interesting there because he's got some, for mobility challenge people like myself, he's got probably one of the few things I've seen where I could take cow's deer. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in that as well as the Gould's turkey. Talked with a gentleman named Colby Bettis from Two Hats Ranch in Michigan. Uh, that was fun. Also got to have a nice chat with Johan Kalitz from Kalitz Safaris. This guy is just a phenomenal, top-notch gentleman, and I can't recommend him enough as far as the people I've heard have hunted with him have just all absolutely loved it. And speaking of that, the one thing about the Dallas Safari Club show is that the professional TV hunters and personalities are always there. As you go through these places, this year was no exception, and I had time to visit with a number of really nice people, of which was Johan Kalitz. He's been on TV a number of times, and... Uh, he and Ivan Carter have done a number of episodes of Tracks Across Africa. Blake Barnett was there from uh, Dallas Safari Club's Trailing the Hunter's Moon. Great to catch up with Blake. He's been on the podcast. I give a, encourage you to listen to his episode. It's a really good one. Uh, got to catch up with Keith Warren. Uh, I really enjoy Keith's show. It's one of my favorite hunting shows out there, The High Road with Keith Warren. He puts all his episodes out on YouTube, he was telling me, before they go on TV. So head over and give Keith Warren's show a like. I uh, was able to briefly meet Jim Shockey. Seemed like a very nice gentleman. Uh, at the same time, I was able to meet Ivan Carter from Tracks Across Africa. The person that I had a, gr- a nice long talk with was Jim West. He has a show on the Animal Planet, or did, called Wild West Guns. And they make custom guns out of Anchorage, and they also have a shop in Las Vegas. That was really a nice chat with him and his, his son. So... I'd encourage anybody, if you're looking for any type of custom gun work, seems like a very good shop, and I've got a couple ideas I'm floating around in my head of something I'm looking at. The person I got to run across was Craig Boddington. I've wanted to talk with uh, Craig Boddington for a number of years and asked him some questions. It was the end of the day. He was just wrapping things up, so he had all the time in the world for me, and it was great. Uh, just a nice guy, and I can't think of enough for his time. Last couple guys I met were... This is no order of importance. I was really looking forward to finally meeting was Dan Catlin. Dan is senior vice president at the Wildlife Gallery out of Blanchard, Michigan, and just a prolific, prolific hunter who's traveled the world. I mean, literally traveled the world taking big game animals. He's And you couldn't ask for a nicer guy to meet. Absolutely a, a, a gentleman. And with that, I also got to finally meet Jason Price. Jason's a great guy, like Dan and like Blake They've been on the podcast. Jason's episode is really good. He's got a show out called The Experience. It is on YouTube. Look it up. It's phenomenal. The filming, the editing, the whole thing. They're nice. They're 8 to 12 minutes long episodes. I'm telling you, it's one of the best things you're going to see out there. I really encourage you to go out and check out The Experience. This show notes will have links to all of it. So I'm going to have it all there for you. 
speaking about the wildlife gallery and, and really most of the taxidermy studios there, the work on display is just going to blow your mind. I looked through these different booths and saw some neat things. There were a couple of things also on display at the wildlife gallery booth that just absolutely were stunning pieces of artwork. The wildlife gallery has started creating woodworking items, uh, desks, you know, their own pedestals. Everything's done in shop. The woodworking they were had on display there was amazing. Uh, the desks, the the craftsmanship, everything was just top-notch. Beautiful pieces, I, a couple of them that I would love to have taken home. The other thing I was able to encounter and, and see was done by an artist that they hire. His name is Nevada Grassi. This is one talented gentleman. The carving he did, I can't even explain it in words. I did a Facebook Live video that you can see on my page and even that doesn't uh, do it justice with Nevada and try and display to it and show in video. It just doesn't. It's a carving that he did. He carved a buffalo skull and it's almost like a scrimshaw carving that he did into this buffalo skull. The story is amazing. I, I'll have a link in the show notes about it so that you can uh, hear or read about the whole story behind it. It was just incredible. One of the highlights of, I would say, the whole show and had people from all over the show talking about it. So uh, that was just one of the many things that was there and it was neat to see. The Wildlife Gallery, which is probably the largest, as I've said before, the largest taxidermy studio in the United States. Um, I got to catch up with Dan and Charlotte Catlin, as I said, two amazingly gracious people, really nice, both fantastic taxidermists in their own right. And the work they had on display was unbelievable. And then I stopped by and caught up with a good friend of mine, Gary Broach, from Rhodes Brothers Taxidermy and Meat Processing. He's up in Kerrville, Texas in the Hill Country. Gary's got a great business and has some great taxidermists working for him and does some of the best meat processing. So if that's in your area and you're looking for a taxidermist, I encourage you to head over and talk with Gary and see what he can help you out with. I also had a chance to meet with some neat vendors on a couple of outdoor products that I thought really stood out. I had seen these on TV before, Nature Blinds, uh, but had never really seen one and had not been able to go inside one. And I got a chance to catch up and talk with Tim Thompson, uh, the founder, and also talked with Hannah Faust, their, his national sales director. This is a cool blind, even down to how the windows pull up with a magnetic string so you can click off and keep everything real quiet. It's really smart, thought out. There's a variety of options you can pick them up in, including feeders that look like tree trunks. So maybe overkill, but man, are they really blend in. And I think they're in the right areas. I think they're a, a home run. I think far better than just a standard box blind. Also got able to see something called smoking and Techs. Um, I spoke with the vice president of that company, Diz Dater, and uh, this was probably one of the neatest smokers I've seen on the market. Uh, very cool product. I give you, I, I tell you to go out and check out their website if you're looking for a smoker. And then again, last but not least, I met a woman named Jessica Taylor uh, from FollowHerArrow.com. Very cool lady. She's doing a lot of hunting. She's building a good following as she as she builds this up. So I'd encourage you to go out and look at her, follow her, check her out on Instagram. She's just done some really cool hunts. And so really, as with past years, overall, the show was a neat experience. I don't know, 45, 50,000 people that go through that show over a four-day period. It's never let you down. If you're into hunting at all, uh, even if you're not, there's so much to see, so much to experience, so much more than you can even think that might be available to you. I'll tell you, I never thought about hunting in you know some of these places in Europe, some of the places in the Australia that are available. 
There's just so much to see. You almost get lost. And then if you're looking to go to Africa, forget it. There is so many vendors for so many outfitters for so many areas of Africa. You're going to just, if you can't find a trip here, you're really going to be hard pressed to ever find one. Just absolutely amazing people uh, that are as vending in that uh, whole show. So they're out there. You'll you'll run into them. One of the premier outfitters I met there for Africa is Adam Clements. He lives locally here near where I do in South Texas, uh, but runs a lot of hunting all over the world, but has some amazing areas in Tanzania and, and some of that for African hunting. If you should want it, I would tell you, I highly encourage you to contact Adam Clements to look for something Africa. I just saw recently that he had, I had a client drop the first uh, Lord Derby Eland for the season, and it's uh, that's an impressive animal. He always has pictures posted of these neat ones that are coming out. So give Adam Clements a, a contact for your African safari. I think you'll be very, very pleased. If you have a chance, if you've never been to the show, join Dallas Safari Club. Join any of your local or national-based hunting organizations that fight for our hunting rights. You know I've said this before, it's not anti-hunters that are going to hurt us in the long run. It's our own apathy by not getting involved, not making our voice heard. And by joining groups like the Dallas Safari Club and other similar organizations, you are letting your money speak by allowing different things that these organizations do to help fight for hunters' rights. Get involved. Stay active. It doesn't mean you have to you know, go out there and beat up on anti-hunters, but let your congressmen, let your senators know what you like or don't like that you hear about, whether it be for guns rights, whether it be for the importation of trophy hunting animals from around the world being banned at certain airports or the, the ability or the potential for it to happen. It happened in New Jersey for New Jersey residents. Don't think it can't happen other places. Don't let apathy be our worst enemy. So get out there, take care of it, fight for that heritage that we've long held we deserve it we owe it to our children um, i'd hate to see this lost for future generations in closing i hope you enjoy this i hope you get a chance to go up i want to thank everybody that just made this trip for me fantastic and everybody that i met that was kind enough to talk with me spend time just make sure that this experience for me the best show i've had so far and I'm already looking forward to the 2018 show. Have a great afternoon. I hope I see you at the 2018 show. And if you see me or you're going to be there in the future, let me know so we can all get together for something to have, you know, meet up and just have a good time. Have a great day. And as always, take care and hope to hear from you. If you have any questions, concerns, let me know. If you something you want to hear about on the show, let me know. Go over to Outdoor Adventures with Jason. My website is at www.oawjs.com. There's a contact me page there. Contact me. Let me know what you want to hear about on the show. If you're somebody that has something neat you want to talk about, contact me so we can discuss getting you on the show. Sign up for my mailing list. Let me know what you like and what you don't like. It's the only way I can make it better is by some feedback. And I'd love to hear from everybody. So have a great day, and as always, thank you and God bless.